0: Hey, hi, hello, welcome to the Influenced Podcast. I am your host, Brianna Monet. The Influenced Podcast is a place where I sit down with social media influencers, entrepreneurs, and creatives to have combos about how they balance living life out loud on social media while walking with God. This is also a place where I talk with my friends and discuss certain cultural topics like dating, modesty, friendship, and sex, and how our faith has influenced the way we think about them. So, get ready to listen. So this week, I don't have any guests with me on the podcast. You guessed it. This is my first solo episode. And to be honest, it's a little nerve-wracking. But I feel like what I'm sharing today has to be said, and it's clear I have some thoughts about it, or else I wouldn't have made a whole episode dedicated to it. So what am I talking about? I'm sharing what I believe God is doing in this time among His people in the area of sharing who He is while social distancing. So here goes it. We've been in a pandemic stricken world for about five months now. Although things are still in a state of quote unquote new normal, Despite strides and efforts to return to the quote-unquote old normal, things are still looking very different. Maths are required everywhere. Six feet is the new personal space bubble. Zoom meetings, Google Meet calls, and FaceTimes are now the wave, and I especially see this form of communication sticking around for quite a while. There's no doubt that with everything going on, transforming the way we think about things is imperative. The way we hang out with people, if you do that, the way we actually communicate with those close to us and those far from us, we're definitely in a crash course on effective communication. I hope you're passing because we all have to get better at producing messages, whether it's verbally, written, graphically, over digital, and even on social media. No one is exempt, not the young professional, not your aunt or uncle who's technologically inept not the church, and especially not Christians, disciples, Christ followers, or whatever term you want to use to describe yourself. I've been seeing a lot of people wonder, ponder, and ask questions like, how do we continue to be Christians during this time? How do we share Jesus in the era of social distancing? How do we evangelize when there are restrictions and limitations placed on us? How do we prioritize this now? And to be honest, to me, the answer is simple. The answer is no different we keep doing what we've been doing it's not a matter of how do we but one of shifting the narrative to one that is all-encompassing rather than limiting think discography rather than one hit wonder so you're probably asking yourself what do i mean by this let me explain evangelism is sharing who jesus is it's sharing the gospel the good news What's the good news, you might ask? In the simplest form, it's the good news that God became man in Jesus Christ. He lived the life we should have lived and died the death we should have died in our place. Three days later, he rose from the dead, proving that he is the son of God and offering salvation and forgiveness of sins to all who repent and put their trust and faith in him. Now, for some people, that might be a mouthful. For others, it might be intimidating to give someone a whole quote unquote gospel presentation, even if we were in regular times. But I truly believe that evangelism, sharing Jesus, is so much more than just a gospel presentation, handing out tracts do people still do that? and preaching on street corners. Is sharing the good news of Jesus, sending his one and only son to die on the cross for our sins in our place so that we might see how much we need him, put our faith in him, enter into relationship with Christ and in turn share who he is, how he changed our lives and how he can change the life of whoever we encounter important? Absolutely. It's absolutely important without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, we're lost without him and everyone on earth deserves to be found in Christ. But like Bob Johnson says in his book, Love Stains, we have been indoctrinated to think that we need to bring people to the cross and lead them to repentance. And the result is that we miss many opportunities to be quote unquote tastes of Jesus along the way. Our job is to be daddy God's love in the moment. More often than not, that does not look like giving a gospel presentation or leading a person in the sinner's prayer. A true taste of God's love a divine appointment in that person's timeline will give that person one more reason to seek after Jesus. I truly believe, as believers, we're supposed to be representatives of Jesus on earth and make disciples who are other followers of Jesus of all nations, as Jesus instructed us to do before leaving for heaven. Matthew twenty-eight nineteen talks all about it. Following that, in verse 20, Jesus also tells us to teach the new disciples. Whether you're a teacher or not, you know that teaching comes in a variety of ways, patterns, and methods. Some people learn through visuals, others through doing, hearing, and the list goes on. This means our ways of teaching or evangelizing shouldn't be the same per person or even over time. It has to evolve. Now is the time. Romans 12.2 says, Don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and improve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. It says don't be conformed. Don't mold and shape into a replica or copy of what is happening in this world that isn't of God. But, but, (laughs) it doesn't say don't be inspired. Inspiration comes in all shapes, forms, and sizes. But as followers of Christ, we're called to be different, talk different, act different, be salt and light in the world. Salt adds flavor to your food and brings out the best part of whatever you're cooking. And light, it illuminates what's really there, sometimes hidden by lack or darkness. We're called to bring out God's best in the world and bring light to the darkness that surrounds us. Just because the world uses something doesn't necessarily mean we don't do it or use it, depending on what it is and your own personal conviction. It means we see it in a different way through a spiritual lens. You can be inspired by the world without being a replica of it. If your mind is transformed and renewed by God's will for how to display the inspiration. I'll repeat that. (laughs) You can be inspired by the world without being a replica of it. If your mind is transformed and renewed by God's will for how to display the inspiration. So again. How do we continue to be Christians during this time? How do we share Jesus in the era of social distancing? How do we evangelize when there are restrictions and limitations placed on us? How do we prioritize this now? To once again quote Bob Johnson, a true taste of God's love, a divine appointment in that person's timeline will give that person one more reason to seek after Jesus. The key phrase, in that person's timeline. Whether you want to, like to, don't think twice about or even argue against the validity of it, social and digital media are key in sharing Jesus in the era of social distancing. While physically distant, our phones are close by our sides. Personally, I truly believe God is calling on all of us, everyone, to evangelize on social and digital platforms, renew our minds in this area, and take on the titles of digital disciples. For too long, our faith, church, and the Bible have lived on the other side of the screen, sometimes to never really interact with our internet personas. We've seen sharing Jesus as more of an in-person, one-on-one, tangible thing, and have reserved what could possibly be internet evangelism and totally just as tangible to a Bible verse in our bio Taking pictures with our Jesus pieces and commenting, won't you do it, under pictures. Or even more so, placing the responsibility on insert pastor or Christian influencer here to do the work for us because it seems so foreign. And y'all, we cannot do that anymore. In the words of my girl, Maddie James, <laughs> things only work if you do. The way you speak Instagram is not the way you speak Twitter. The ways of traditional evangelism is not the language of this day and age. We have to put in the effort just as we would to pursue someone and build relationships as we would in real life. Social and digital media are the same way. You have to embrace it and try it out. You can't just expect it to naturally happen. Don't just count it out, but consider it a part of the plan to make disciples of all nations. I get it. Right, I totally get it. You might not know how to make a video, or your graphic isn't perfect, or you feel weird about sharing your testimony to strangers online. But think of it this way. If no one ever shared a taste of Jesus or shared their story of meeting Jesus with you, who would you be right now? Ask yourself that question. If you're waiting on perfect, you'll be waiting until Jesus comes back to get us. So let me advise you, just start. There are so many people already doing it. Countless examples, especially coming from Gen Z, and I can give major props. Learn from them. Their zeal for the Lord and for sharing it through creative mediums is unmatched. They've got two things right. First, this is the new yet lasting way of evangelism. And two, they hold on to 1 Timothy 4.12 like no other. It says... Do not let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. Let's be those examples on social and digital media. Let's be more than just those who share the faith-based content of others, but let's create, curate, conceptualize, and collaborate to bring the gospel to life in a new and innovative way. My goal is to make what I'm saying accessible and tangible. So here are some tips. Number one, don't just share a Bible verse without a story, testimony, or personal narrative attached to it. People love to relate to others. What makes God real for you makes him real for others. Two, you don't always have to share a photo of what you're reading in the Bible to make an impact for someone to pick up theirs. Maybe break up what you're learning into bite-sized info and share it in a graphic, in a series of tweets, or on your Instagram story, and tell them what you got from it. Three, share a photo of your friends and give an anecdote of how people have changed your life for the better. Four, leave an encouraging word in the comments of someone's post that you gleaned from a video, sermon, or podcast. There's so many other ways to do this, and these are just a few. But I also want to be clear. This doesn't mean traditional evangelism is dead or that you should stop doing it. This is not a substitute, more like an addition to. In the words of St. Francis of Assisi, preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. I also want to encourage you, it's not always about the response. Jesus came to save the world, sans the applause, recognition, and accolades. You never know whose life you're affecting with what you post. You could be reaching millions of people without even knowing it. Your post could even be an opening to a traditional means of evangelizing to someone you never even thought. You never know when you'll get a call, a DM, or a text asking to hear more and know more about Jesus. There's so many to reach, so extend a hand through your digital screen. Let's share the gospel in both our real lives and online lives because there is no separation. That's it for this episode of the Influenced Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to use hashtag influencedpod when you're talking about the podcast on social media. And also shameless plug. Be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Sela Brianna. C-E-S-T-L-A-B-R-I-A-N-N-A. Until next time, deuces.